it would be nice if all teams went out and played like swaggering dandies as the Hamlet do. An absolute humdinger from about 25 yards. Get in. Swaggering dandies. An absolute humdinger. Hello and welcome to episode 20 of Ford the Hamlet. I'm Hugo Greenhouch. And I'm Ben Sibley. Tonight we're at Champion Hill for the reserves game against Hayes and Yedding. We've just seen Michael Kamara score a hat-trick. First half hat-trick. Yeah, very impressive. This week we have an interview with Junior Caddy after the Tombridge game, looking ahead to the playoff game against Margate on Thursday night. And we also speak to Dulwich fans about their expectations for the playoff game. First up, here's assistant manager Junior Caddy speaking after the Tombridge game, which finished 2-2. At the start of the season, if you just said you'd grab a playoff spot, would you have been happy? Um, yeah, I mean, to be fair... Any improve any improvement's good and we just wanted to improve on last year. Obviously, you know, you plan, you're starting the season, you want to win the league, you know, and you want to do as well as you can. So, you know, Maystone have done well, only one team can win the league, so now we're in the playoffs. It's it's progression from last year, so yeah, I'm happy with it. We've got a good record against Margate recently. Do you think we can go there and, and win? Yeah, of course we can. I mean no, you know, Margate feel the same. We've got a good record, but you know, come the playoffs, local derbies, form doesn't really count for anything. You know, it's about the boys going out there on the day, on the night, should I say, uh, believing themselves. Uh, the biggest thing is not to play the occasion, just to play the game. Don't play the occasion, play the game, and you know, I, I believe if we if we if we play if we play to our best, you know, we can be a, be a match for anyone. One of the reasons why we got in the playoffs is we might have been scoring less goals. We've tightened up a lot at the back. What, what sort of work have you been doing to get the boys into that into that position this year? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, you know, with Ethan Terrell for the main part of the season, you know, I think they've been fantastic. Big field behind them. You know, you know, as you, as you all know, our fullbacks fly forward and whatnot, whatnot. But you know, you got you've got to be cautious, and we've been running the board counter attack a lot. You know, during our time at Dulwich, because everyone knows we want to play an expansive way and. But I think these guys have done really well and they deserve a lot of credit. I mean, the whole team does, but, you know, them guys in particular, there's times they've saved us, you know, and def- defended with their lives, you know. So, yeah. It's just, I think it's just, it's just the, the pride level as a team, not wanting to concede goals and, you know, be so soft. And I think this year, uh, goals against Column really shows that. Where maybe at the other end, the goals for Column doesn't show as much through as last year. But, hey, we've improved in the playoffs. What's going to happen when you take away one player who scores 30 goals a season, though? Who are you talking about? I can't remember his name. Oh, right, OK. Yeah, nor can I. I don't know where that came from. Messi? No, oh, Erhan, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you mentioned uh, the centre-back pairing of Ethan and Terrell. Yeah. Recently, Matt Drage has come in. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know about you guys, but the fans absolutely love him. I think he's quality. Has he settled in well? Yeah, Drage, he's a good lad. You know, we've seen him play now um, over the last couple of years that we've been in the Ryman Premier, should I say. And, you know, we, we think, you know, he's, he's a good player. got good ability. Um... You know, as I say again, I'll go back to Ross done really well all season. So, you know, it's that stage of the season now where everyone, everyone's dug in, everyone's mucked in. We're just going to try and put out a team which we think can do the job on the day. And, you know, there's not really much into it, you know. With that goal today, I think it takes Vidal as top scorer in the league this season. How have you rated his, uh, his performances this year? Um, Xavier, he's a young man. He's always, he's always improving. He's hungry, he's hungry to learn. Uh, he's, a, he's a good lad. And, you know, it's not... It's not e- it's not easy playing this level of football for a youngster, but to be fair to him, you know he's getting he's getting a bit more consistent. 
you know, and the, the more consistent he gets, the better chance he'll get, you know, of himself moving on, which I, which I'm sure one day he will do, you know, because he's got that ability. So he's just got he's just got to keep grounded, stay humble, and you know, keep keep trying to improve every day. Dulwich have finished the season unbeaten against the teams that have finished above. Is there are there any teams you fear in the playoffs? As I, as I said, you know, the playoffs are one off. You know, it's it's it, it's a semi final, but it's a cup final. You know, so at the end of the day, Margate will be like us, you know, trying to get through that first cup final, and then you know, come Monday, whoever gets, they're going to try and get through that second cup final. So, oh, yeah, forms out the window. Forms out the window. I think it's who who performs on their day. And to be fair to Margate, you know, Dulwich, that's all I say. Uh, Hendon are in there. Enfield or Met Police, we don't know, but you know these teams have been at the top. They've been at the top. Of the, they've been at the, you know the higher end of the season, the higher end of the league table for a reason. So, you know, as I say, there's not much. There's not much between those teams, to be honest with you. Dean McDonald came back today for a 10, 10 minute cameo. He set up yeah. Chad's goal. Yeah. Is he going to play a part in the playoffs? Do you reckon? Well, I mean, we've got we got full, we've got training this week. We'll have a session before the game. We'll have a look. at it. We'll sit down and see you know what we need and what we don't need. But as I say, I think everyone's ready. You know, if they're called upon, all 19, 20 of them, they're already they're called upon. And you know, Maka today, he's been called upon. He's come, showed you know, a little piece of magic. Got us off, um, lovely through ball for Zav, nick a second goal. So, you know, I think it's just that stage of season now where everyone needs to be ready and all hands to the pump, as they say. How bad is Niren's injury? Do you know? Oh no, I don't know. I think um, he got a bash on his toe. So yeah, I mean, you know, for 24 hours you won't really know. So you know, he'll be doing the right stuff now. I see. Trying to get the swelling down, having a pint, having a pint as you saw, yes. Yeah, well so. earned pint. Yeah, so yeah. Now we'll we'll see we'll see what it's like in a week. You know, hopefully Nairn will be fine because he's a, he's a big player for us. If not, though, you know, I'm sure there's people ready and able to step up. Jarrett looked good when he came on. Yeah, Alb's Alb's got a lot of ability. You know, I think Gav's alluded to it as well before. We've known Albert for a very very long time. You know, he started in the Aspire Academy in our first season, which I think was 13, 14 years ago. You know, he's He's one of the best players we've ever worked with, but for one reason or another, things haven't happened. You know, but as I say now, it's, it's the benefit. It's, we're reaping the benefit of it, and you know, a proper for Albert as well. You know, you guys will see a different player. I know he's doing okay now, but we know Albert's got a lot more than what he's showing. So the way he goes past his marker, like every time they're just not there. Yeah. Well, that's 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 the strength of his, you know. And I say, you know, the, the fitter he gets, the better Albert Jarrett we're all going to see. We also speak to a number of Dulwich fans. Guys, how are you feeling about the Margate game? Slightly nervous, but looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm not, I don't feel nervous at all. Actually, I don't think I'm just feeling. Uh, I'm just feeling remarkably good about it all. I think that there. If you imagine, I was thinking after the game on Saturday. If you imagine their fans sat around in Margate, looking very sad. Yeah, they're going to be worried. Yeah, they'll be well worried, wouldn't they? Yeah, well, that's, we, we, yeah. In fact, yeah, five times in a row. But they've uh, <laughs> they've sort of had a, a dip to, to they've basically going to feel like they've lost the championship, and we are, we're actually just coming just back, come back to, yeah, yeah. to sort of get into playoffs. So. Yeah, and it's not just like it's not just the fact that on the pitch we've we've done pretty well against them a couple of times. Off the pitch, their fans were lovely and full of admiration for for, for our support. And I think there's almost they'll just be sat there thinking, not bloody Dulwich again. And uh, <laughs> hopefully, we'll take advantage of that.
I'm feeling I'm it's feeling gonna be good. an enjoyable day, whatever it is. You know. It's gonna be great, yeah. isn't it? It's gonna be great. And just to know like it was so special at the end I thought on Saturday. Like just to know we're in the playoffs going around, just everybody you saw, you're like, ah, oh, have a hug, have a hug, have a hug. Like it was so nice and we're gonna uh, can you imagine if we win the playoffs and um, just how that would be, it'd be incredible. Any players you'd like to see in the team on Thursday? Dino Mach, without doubt, like he's been he's been incredible for reserves, um, you know, for for probably six weeks or so now, and I think um, he showed exactly what he can do when he came on on Saturday. A, a fantastic assist, so pretty much his first touch of the game. Like I think to have him back at this point in the season um, could be absolutely massive. This is something a bit different as well because we've been struggling up top occasionally like not sure where the goals are coming from and just to have that bit different and especially with like you know that creativity with Carew not being around for that game as well I think someone like Dino Macca could do a good job and also I think Gavin's not averse to I think it was a playoff three years ago where we got to semi-final and suddenly he'd uh, recalled Ahmed Dean who'd been out on loan at I think uh, Thurrock or East Thurrock for most of the season suddenly um, Razor Powell was back at the club and in the starting lineup, and uh, it was Razor Powell who saw us through that night and so I don't think he's particularly averse to uh, completely mixing it up when we get to this stage so hopefully him um, who knows maybe even I know Gavin has said on this very podcast for the uh, Pedro won't be involved uh, for the rest of the season but he's looked great for reserves it wouldn't be surprised me if over either the semi or the final if we were to get to it we didn't see him sneak onto the bench well we've played them five times in the last two seasons won all five late goals late winners 2-1 to us would you rather Labour win the election or Dulwich go up I'd rather Dulwich run it up Ben spoke to Margate media manager Ryan Day about the two teams so first off, when it was decided that Dulwich were to play Margate, the two teams were matched up. What were your initial thoughts? Um, it's a really exciting tie, obviously, um, for, for the Roman Premier League and, and for us. Um, you know, we've played you sort of twice this season. And you've beaten us twice, so um, it's, it's a challenge. It's a challenge as much as anything else. But we were obviously pleased to be at home. That was something that was uh, really important to us in terms of getting a big crowd to Hartdown Park and and uh, being able to sort of be in front of our home fans. But it's also good as well for us to get you guys because we know you how well-supported you are and, and that you would bring, you know, as many fans as, as we would possibly allow you to. So, um, you know, in, in terms of the game itself, it, when it is played, it'll be a really good game. It'll be an electric atmosphere. And, and, you know, we'd like to think, you know, there's no reason why we shouldn't get 2,000 fans at Hartstown Park. So... You know, initial thoughts were, you know, we, we haven't beaten Dulwich for a long time. <laughs> we're well aware of that. And um, it's a difficult game, but it will certainly be a, 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 a fascinating game when it will get played. You mentioned when we uh, came down in January. After that, our form hasn't been the best. It's been quite atrocious, actually. And uh, Margate's, <laughs> form, Mar- Margate's form even more recently has been quite poor as well, hasn't it? It's probably the most two out-of-form teams to have ever been in the playoffs, yeah. I would imagine, because uh, it really has been a, a really disappointing end to the season for both sides. I mean, yeah. we we started at the start of the league season to go out and win it. Um, we, we obviously didn't achieve that aim, but to to, to have fallen away so, so quickly at the end was really disappointing for, for the club itself and for the fans, of course. So, you know, um, we, but as, as, you, as you guys know and, and other teams that have been involved in the playoffs before, it's... Um, it's a lottery, and form does go out the window in these games. So, uh, um, it, you know, league form up to now basically means nothing. So, 
that's probably the best for, for, for us too because like you say we've both been on a bad run of form where we would have expected to do a lot better in the last sort of 10 games in the league or, or a bit longer for you guys maybe but certainly for our point of view 10 last 10 games or something I think we got three wins and, and that's not good enough so can you put we, your, uh, can you put your finger on, on why that's happened or has there been a number of a number of reasons I can't. I can't put my finger on why that's happened. And I don't think Terry can or any of the players because the players are good enough. We know that. They proved that in the opening half of the season. Um, it, it might be that you know that once the league title was out of our hands a little bit with Mainstone, then then the players sort of not lost a bit of heart, but focused on making sure we get in the playoffs, and and that was almost almost done. You know, after the Mainstone game, anyway, we were pretty assured of that. So. I wouldn't say we took our foot off the gas, but we 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 were comfortable and and we just sort of you know just played them games really. We didn't really have anything riding on them, and I think that's probably where it where it went a bit pear shaped towards the end. And how do you feel that the the postponement of the match? It was postponed just over forty eight hours before it was due to kick off. How do you feel the postponement mm. would affect the players? Um, it, it affects the players. It affects the managers. It, it affects the supporters. It affects both clubs. Um, if you're asking me about the players, I don't, I don't know. I mean, they're, 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 they've never been in this position before. None of us have. So what uh, our concern is at the club is players, I expect it's the same with, with you guys at Dulwich, um, we have players going on holiday next week. Yeah. So we, we don't know when the game's going to be played, um, and, and that's obviously a major concern. If, for instance, we've got our top goal scorer out because he's on holiday, then that seems an unfair advantage on us, which which has no, which you know, this whole situation has nothing really to do with with Margate or Dulwich Hamlet. So um, it's you know the players, the players are players. They'll be ready for it when it comes round, and, and they'll give their best, of course. But you know, the longer it goes on, the more the the more worrying is the fact that the players are sort of on holiday and they're out of contract and, and such things like that. So there's a whole sort of range of questions that rise from the name being postponed. Do you think it was the right decision after the Enfield game was postponed to then postpone Margate and Dulwich? That's probably not for me to say. Not my personal thoughts. Um, in terms of in fairness, yes, probably it was. Um, you know, we, if, if ourselves or you, you obviously beaten us and we've played tonight and the other game doesn't take place for a week and then the final three days after that game, then they would have had three days, we would have had ten days. So, Yes, in terms of fairness, it was right, but in terms of the way they went about it, then probably not, because you know to tell to tell a club that or to tell both clubs that the game's on on Monday evening, uh, a lot of work went in on Tuesday morning and Tuesday afternoon to prepare for the game. Um, completely sympathised with you guys that have paid for travel, uh, paid for hotels, I believe. We've been seeing a lot of tweets about stuff like that. Yeah, almost um, two hundred you know, fans yeah. that have. Absolutely, you know, 200 fans coming down that have booked maybe hotel rooms and, and such like and and then being told 24 hours later that the game actually won't be played. It's, it's a bit farcical, really. So, But we accept it, we get on with it and we'll be ready when the game does come round. You mentioned earlier that Margate's record against Dulwich hasn't been the best recently. I think it's four or five games now in a row that it's Dulwich have been victorious. Do you... Uh... Have any ideas why? I mean, in, in January it was a tight game and then earlier on in the season at Champion Hill as well it was a tight game. There was a last-minute winner for Dulwich. So it's always been tight yeah. games most of the time, but could you put your finger on why 
it's a difficult one again because like the the two times before this season we played we've had a very different squad so yeah. you can't say it's uh, you know you can't say it's in the players' minds as such. Yeah. Um, the two games this season, you're right, they were tight, they were tense, and uh, the first game at Champion Hill in September was obviously our first defeat, and it was really disappointing because it was a last minute goal, it was a mistake from 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 our back four sort of thing, and and. You know, it was a 93rd-minute goal, so that was disappointing. The one here was completely different. Um, I thought we probably deserved something from the game, but you guys scored two quick goals, and and that pretty much killed us. So you're a good side. You've got good players. They're quick. They're young. They're hungry for it. And uh, you know, that just on its day has, has beaten us twice this season. So, but like I said to you earlier, the playoffs are a completely different kettle of fish. Form goes out the window. And it doesn't matter what happened over the last two years and last five games. It's down to this one game whenever it'll be played. And whoever's the winner on the night will, will obviously be celebrating as, as much as the other team will be commiserating. So it's uh, form goes out the window. It's probably a good thing in this case for both clubs. <laughs> um, <laughs> at the start of the season, a lot of Dulwich fans all agreed that if we made the playoffs, it would be a, a good season after the players we lost last summer. From a Margate point of view, if... You'd have said you'd make the playoffs at the beginning of the season. Would you have taken it? Of course, of course you would. That you know, if you say at the start of any season you're in with the hope of getting promoted at the end of it, then you say that's a good season. We set out to win the league, and and that was our aim as a club. Um, and with the players we we brought in over the summer and the management team we've got here, we probably uh, we probably would have hoped to have achieved that this season. But like any like anyone, you say at the start of the season we're going to be in with a chance of promotion through the playoffs. Then. Of course you take that, you, you snap your hand off for that. So, um, disappointing not to have won the league, but at the same time, very proud to have been in the playoffs. And this is, this will be the club's biggest games, you know, probably 16 years when we, when we won promotion to the conference back in 1999. So, um, it's exciting, it's exciting. And for any Dulwich Hamlet fans who aren't too aware of Margate playing squads, what names should we look out for when the game is finally played? <laughs> Depends who's on holiday, but... Um, <laughs> Um, we got some fantastic players here, as you have as well. I mean, you know, Nicky Ball in goal for start is is a well recognised goalkeeper, and you know he's he's hard to beat. Um, you know, Brett Johnson's played conference football, league football thing as well, and uh, Ryan Moss obviously he's proven goal scorer at this this level, and he's got 22 odd goals this season. Um, Freddie Ladapo up front, we signed him from Grays in January. He's gone on and. I think he scored 10 for us, and he had 10 already before he comes. So there's another 20 goals. Lewis um, Taylor in midfield, of course, he's got history in the playoffs. He scored the 90th minute winner for Tunbridge a few years ago. Um, they won 4-3 that year. So, you know, we've got players that are, are recognisable and experienced at this level and, and levels above. So no reason why we, we're not confident on, on winning the playoffs, but we know you guys will give us a, a good game to, uh, on, on the evening, whenever the game is. Big thanks to Ryan Day for agreeing to speak to us the other week on very short notice. Much appreciated. Recording currently on Monday evening. This is going to go out on Tuesday evening and at the moment we have no set date for the playoff still. Enfield released a statement today saying the FA will reconvene tomorrow morning, i.e. Tuesday. So by the time you hear this episode, we may have a decision, we may not. That's it for this episode of For the Hamlet. Don't forget to get involved online. Our Twitter is at Ford Hamlet. We're on Facebook at Ford the Hamlet. 
and our website is forthehamlet.com where you can find all past episodes, our supporters gallery and all of our latest weekly roundups. For the Hamlet is part of the Holdfast Network. Visit holdfastnetwork.com for more quality podcasts. It would be nice if all teams went out and played like swaggering dandies as the Hamlet do. An absolute humdinger from about 25 yards. Get in. Swaggering dandies. An absolute humdinger. Pedro probably, I just want to be clear, Pedro probably won't start. I was just, you know, casting something interesting into the mix. The, you know, just to, to keep everybody on their toes. <laughs> but Pedro aside, I don't even care who starts anymore. Do you know what? I'm not even going.